0: What's good point two point two FM While I was Talking podcast? It's the toy, Justice Shari, Painting Rainbow. And I'm really just in a big thought. It's 441 in the morning and this is part two of the Boys and Girls Club um vlog, if you will. So I really, really like working at the Boys and Girls Club. For the facts of being able to be a part of the boys and girls lives, being able to be a mentor and impact them, coming up with fun activities and programs. But this week has taken the cake and it's only Tuesday. Well, actually it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, but I mean, it's Wednesday morning, which means I haven't been there yet, but I have gone through a lot. And the last episode, I was talking about how I really felt like it's it's been overwhelming. And I feel like I need to, to like, go because I feel like I don't know. Well, there was a part of me that wanted to stay, period. Um, Because of the fact that I do love the kids and I do want to see them grow up. And then there was another part of me that really was like, maybe I should stay because of Franny. She had to grow up in the Boys and Girls Club and she'll get to see her friends. But all that stuff was like a fantasy, honest to God. It was a fantasy because, honestly, like I really didn't consider what my kids would think. I was thinking about letting my son go when high school starts, when they start enrolling the kids back in, and they're going to maximum capacity next year and I was like yeah I'm gonna do this this is gonna be inside it's gonna be cool but then I started to think and I'm still thinking still contemplating what I'm going to do so this episode is about little bits of comp uh, not compilations but little bits of my contemplation and I think this series in particular is just me trying to contemplate sometimes in life we have Serious decisions that we need to make. And even though it seems like it's a small thing, like whether you should stay or go, it's really big because ultimately, if you stay at a certain job, that becomes your career. And even though teaching is kind of my career, or maybe it's my profession, I don't know, I still feel like I have so many hobbies. That I want to turn one of them into my career. And even though technically being in the art room in the STEM lab, I've done podcasting club and I've also done art. So technically, I'm, oh my God, my bad, my bad, y'all. Like I said, it's 4.41 in the morning. I do these crazy early in the morning podcast episodes because I be up. But, um, I'm only up right now because Harry gets up for work around 4, 4.20, maybe 4.30-ish. And he gets ready because he has to go to work an hour away. So, I get up and sometimes I'm all the way up for an hour. Sometimes I'm up for the rest of the day. But, um, I'm going back to sleep soon. But, anyway, this episode is about just knowing what I really want to do. It's a part of a series. So after the Brizzle, we will talk about it some more. You are now listening to Point2 Point two FM Walls Talking Podcast with your host, the victorious LaToya Justice Stare, and your co-host King Nas, thank you for listening. You get everything on this podcast. Point two point two Walls Talking Podcast family It is Latoya Justice Shari And I'm super excited more than Campbell's To be delivering you another episode This is episode 181, I believe Of the Walls Talking Podcast Now, there are so many things that I have goals to do And a part of them is doing the radio station, continuing the podcast, working on the blog, finishing my book, working on a movie. um, A lot of things that I want to do. And I realize that that takes a lot of time. It takes time out of my day to do it. Last year I was so busy. I completed like 10 EPs. Not even like, that's what I did. I completed uh, most, if not... All of my main part of my book. And I have a lot of editing to do. And I haven't really got started on it like I wanted to. I've done some of it. But not all of it. Um, let me see. Um, I've done my podcast. And I have a lot of other stuff I want to do. I've started on a kids channel. Um, an art channel. A vlog channel. Um... <sighs> I've done poetry, um, and I, I, in the midst of all that, being the teacher to my kids last year because of COVID, a lot of parents had that going on, and <clears throat> then, not sorry, that was so gross, that was so gross when I had to glue my throat, my sinuses are driving me up the wall, seriously, um, so it's been crazy. A list of other things that have been going on. But it has been crazy. And emotionally, I've been drained. Just stuff that's going on with my family. Things that have triggered me. Where I had to, like, go back into myself. Because I really haven't been on social media like that. Like, I just recently started posting and, you know, putting stuff on there. Because it's been an emotional journey. I'm still going through it. To try to figure out how I feel about stuff that has happened In my childhood. So it's just been a lot. And on top of that. I added a second job. And though being at the Boys and Girls Club. Is a great job. And I love it. It's something that needs to be a career for someone. Who is ready for that journey. Am I ready for that journey? That's a good question. That people could ask me. And I would say. Yes. I am ready for that journey. As of now. Will I be ready in the future? <sighs> I'm not sure of it because no one really is sure of the future. But honestly, I think not. Not because I don't love it. There's so many opportunities there to grow. I've even talked to the CEO about growing next year. Cause I really like them. But this is what happened this year. And I'm gonna tell you what happened. Because I'm wishy-washy. My thoughts are wishy-washy. And I feel bad about the wishy-washiness. But it's because I feel overwhelmed. I really do. And it's not because I don't like the job or the kids. It's because I feel sick all the time. I really, really do. My sciences are driving me crazy all the freaking time. I don't know what's going on. Like, my sinuses have been bugging me like crazy. Hardcore. And then I have to keep that mask on every single day. And it's like, I don't know what it is, but when I enter in the Boys and Clubs building, Girls and Clubs, Boys and girls. okay, a little sleepy. When I enter in the building at work, <laughs> I feel like, there's some type of like I can't breathe. I don't know. It's I know I had anxiety on Monday, like heavy <coughs> heavy anxiety. Which this happens sometimes. But it was less of a regular anxiety, like constant panic attacks cuz I used to have them issues with going to work, you know, at at you know, as a sub. You know, sometimes I have them anxieties <clears throat> because I know I have no control. What's said is said. What's done is done. Here in my own little bubble, I have control. And I think it's easy for my spouse who doesn't have anxiety issues like I have, who doesn't have Bad sinuses like I have. But also who does not have the weight on his shoulders like I do. Like physical weight. But also like as the mother. You have to make sure that your kids have food. You have to make sure that you have grocery. I'm the person who's the planner. If something breaks down at home. I'm the person who has to fix it. Literally a pioneer woman. Every piece of furniture in my house I made. Or not made it like. I could, though. I mean, I really could. I would sit down and figure out how to do it because I'm that much involved in, like, wanting to be creative. But every time something, I buy some furniture, more than likely I've bought it from Walmart.com. And more than likely, I'm going to have to put it together. Not even more likely. Nine times out of ten, if you go point to a piece of furniture that had to be made in this house, I'm the one who made it. And if it got broke, I'm the one who fixed it. Like, that's who I am. Nine times out of ten, if you come to a piece of furniture out of this house, not even nine times out of ten. Yeah, nine times out of ten, if you come to a piece of furniture in this house, I'm the one who brought it in this house. There's a few things that Harry brought in this house that he got from his family, but or he bought, but more than likely, I'm the one who brought it in from wherever I got it from. And I take pride in that. Because there was a point in my life where I couldn't do that. Lots of points. And so, or didn't do it because I was afraid to. I was afraid to express myself creatively or invest in myself like that. So, to be able to do that (coughs) freely feels great. Because there's a lot of moments where I, I wasn't able to. But with that being said, I do feel creative at work. I do feel creative at work. I do feel like I'm able to have an outlet at times. But I feel like there's a lot of moments where my creativity is being hindered. A lot of moments. Like so many moments where I feel like somebody's coming in and saying something. Or I got to stop doing this because that has happened. Or I have to cover this person. Or I have to be there to do this person. And saying I have to switch out Or I have to help And it's a lot And it's like I'm always thinking about what's going on at work How to try to make it better And that's good But the hours are crazy Working there from 8.30 in the morning till 5.30 in the afternoon Is a lot for me Because I'm used to getting up at 7 Being up Being to work at 7.15 And getting off at 2.30 And you know, for me, that's easiest. And the reason why it works for me is because, bruh, I have two kids. Like, and I'm the person who has to create the grocery list. And if we go to the grocery store, I go to the grocery store. And if we got to order new shoes, like if the kids got to get shoes, like don't get it twisted. Henry takes them to get shoes from the shoe store. But more than likely, it's with me, you know, or he'll buy them socks. He'll buy them this, that, and the third. But when the big, heavy stuff... Like, he'll buy them clothes or stuff like that. But most of the time, the big, heavy stuff that's got to get done is with me. I've had help over the years from family. I'm not even going to lie. You know, their nana and their grandma had sent a bunch of stuff that helped me out. But most of the time, when stuff gets done, mom got to be there to do the day-to-day. The big picture stuff. You know what I'm saying? The day-to-day and the big picture stuff. You know... I'm at a point in my life where, you know, at least for the last four or five years, I've been wanting to do it my way. Because I've opened up my eyes a lot more over the last 10 years of how I wanted my life to be. I don't want to be somebody's worker. I want to be a boss. Because I'm a boss, not a worker Be, I make blood moves. And I'm not talking about the bloods. I'm talking about I make moves for my family. For my blood you know, and my spouse, you know, I don't make those moves just cause I want to, but I also love doing things that I enjoy and I want my kids seeing me do things that I enjoy. And if I feel like I don't enjoy the job, I will stop doing it and find another job to do. I mean, I honestly didn't really have to work a second job, but I wanted to. I wanted to, especially after being cooped up for so long. It felt like a relief to get out. But baby, I'm honestly thinking about by the end of July, quitting. The part of me is like, maybe I should wait till October. But a part of me is like, bro, I don't know. Maybe I should quit in July. So, we're going to take a short bristle because I'm getting thirsty and my sonnets are still dripping. And then we will come back with the second or the third piece of this episode. What's good? We're back on the Point Point 2.2 Wild Stalking Podcast. And in this episode, we're on 180. And we're returning. We were talking about the series, which I like to call... BGC series. Boys and Girls Club. Just for you to know. Uh, so in this episode. We've been talking about. Me debating. About staying or leaving. When I should go. And when I should stay. Or if I should stay. Um, and I have no idea. But I do know this. Like. When I should go. If I should go, yes, definitely I should. And not because of the fact that something simple happened. It is a lot of factors. It's the fact that I am a mom. And as a mom, you have that thing where, especially if you're like, I got to take on everything and be involved with my family. There are a lot of things I've thought about. Like, I'm like, yo, like, I kind of want to do karate. And I kind of want to do Karate with my daughter, she I'm pretty sure she'd be good at cheerleading, but I honestly realized something like, as much as Franny likes to be outside, there's only certain things that she likes to do outside. Like, Franny wants to still be able to play, and I realized that if I were to do all those activities. All the time. I'm just realizing this now. I'm getting an epiphany. I just got an epiphany. I need to go to Tiffany's. <laughs> now, I'm just, that's it. now I'm playing. Um, now I just got an epiphany right now. And it's that honestly, I don't think Franny wants to do all that. I think she ultimately does want to get out and do stuff. And I think her and I going to the gym because they have like a kids part of the gym for an hour or two would be great for her but i don't think she really wants to be out more than maybe an hour or two like she wants to go fishing but she wants to be able to come home and still play with her toys and go outside like, that's a big deal for her. Like, she even talked about that today. Like, she wants to be able to be home and watch TV and be comfortable. And ultimately, that's what we all want to do. And I think that's one of the reasons why I feel some type of way. Because being a substitute, I get to pick my schedule. If for sick, I don't have to explain to somebody that I need to be off a week. I just be off a week. If I need to work on a project for YouTube and I need to be off a day, three weeks, or a month, I can do that. If I need to work for three months straight and I, I, you know, just want to work for three months straight, I don't have to tell them why I'm working for three months straight. I can just do that and take that money. And the life that I live, even though I feel like, yeah, bruh, I can do this. I can do, no, i rather live it like this because ultimately I have freedom. As many tides and drama I may have, I have freedom here. I think about a lot of people now. Lately, it's, it's that I love, if, if you love what you have, you have everything you need. I have a lot of freedom here. A lot of freedom that a lot of people do not have. I was complaining about my freedom. And I was stupid. Because I didn't know. But I realized I have a lot of freedoms that a lot of people don't have. Like, I mean, honestly, I think about in the last three or four years, how many different jobs or job opportunities, jobs that I've gotten hired for and turned down that a lot of people didn't have. I have a lot of opportunities, even with the apartment I staying. that a lot of people wish they had or would turn down not knowing how much of a blessing it is. I love being at the Boys and Girls Club. I think it's a beautiful thing. But as a mom, as a mom first, and as a woman first, and as a person who is on her health journey first, because I have a big opportunity here to change my life that a lot of people don't have. A lot of people have to be in a situation that they are and can't devote time to what they want to do. what they need to do i love being out but i thought it was because of the job it's not because of the job it's just because i like the freedom of being out and exploring and doing new things and being out for several days at a time so i say two or three days a week are good for me but being doing it every day and having to do it every day is a problem then i have bad sinus issues I have really bad sinus issues that have been going crazy lately. Like, so crazy. Like, I had a sinus cold, and it's just, like, never. end. it feels like the song that does it in. Ever since I started working at the Boys and Girls Club, I've always had sinus issues. I've always been a snuff a <clears throat> So I can't even blame it on the Boys and Girls Club for that. But I've noticed that there is a lot of things that have been triggering me emotionally, and with my sinuses, um, which is more of a medically medical thing, but I've had a lot of issues, a lot of issues, and I'm surprised I've only had one anxiety attack, like, I'm surprised, because I do love this job, like, I really do find it a lot easier in a lot of ways, but lately... I've been watching you. No, i Lately, I've been feeling like, like I have the strangest feeling like this is it. It's over. Like, after this month and next month is over, August 1st, I'm going to be done. Like, I'm probably going to have like a week off during July and be over it. Like, I'm probably just going to be over it. It's not because I don't love the job. It's because I am overwhelmed. I am in multiple classes. There is a lot of stuff going on. I don't have any real power like I wanted to have or control. Like, I have some, let me stop lying. I have control and power over some things, a lot of things, but not as much as I think so. There's a lot of stuff going on that annoys the hell out of me. The bejesus. Alhamdulillah. Oh, Alhamdulillah. But honestly, like, it's a lot of stuff that annoys me. A lot. a lot. A lot. A lot. And it's not even the fact that it's a bad thing. It's just little stuff that makes me realize that this isn't going to work for me. You know what I'm saying? It's like no matter what I do, it slaps me in the face like, this isn't for you because it's going to annoy the shit out of you after a while. Like, this is going to get on your nerves. Like, in the podcasting room. Like, the fact that we can't even really use it because we're always busy doing something. You know, or when we start, somebody's always complaining about what what are we doing. Or the fact that this is just a little petty thing. Just a little dumb, petty thing, but it annoys the crap out of me. Like, okay, in our classroom, which is a STEM lab, we have a Roku TV. Okay? We have a Roku TV, we have a projector. Like we are hooking it up, boo-boo. We have a ton of computers that we don't even use, but we we're supposed to get new computers. And I've been there for several months and I haven't seen these new computers, but they've been talking about it for a minute. We have sixty iPads And I've been there for several months, several months, and it is July, I mean June, and I've been there since the end of March, and we still don't have them iPads. We have TVs that have been sitting in the office since I've been there that we have not used because they're supposed to be hooked up in the right way. We have TVs that are supposed to be mounted on the wall since I've been there and have not been mounted. It's just a bunch of little petty stuff, or the fact that, and this is just me being petty, but it's it's more of a like a thing that reminds me that Latoya, like you have no freedom. It's the fact that every time they want to punish the kid, they have to bring them into my room, like they have to put it on the couch, like that room. Before I got there, before I even mentioned anything about the podcast, was just a bunch of junks in there. Nobody would go in there. But then once I was like, we should do this, we should do that. And then, you know, you know, other people were like, we should do this and do that. Then they put a couch in there. Then it was like, oh, we bring the kids in here every day. And I'm like, bruh. And I think it's a good idea because it gets them trying to chill out. But it's like, I always feel like I'm being watched. I know I'm not. I know I'm not. I know I'm not. I know this. I know I'm not. And I don't wouldn't dare say this because I said a lot of things to my supervisor you know, to my supervisor. But I would say this because he's one of the people who do it. I wouldn't say this because I don't want to disrespect him, and I I don't want him to think he does it. That I don't want him to bring the kids in there because honestly, I think it's a great idea, and he should do it. He should do it. But it's a lot. It's kind of like when one of my coworkers goes in there to go take a nap. And it's like I get it, but it's like, what was the point of me putting the microwave in the communal room if y'all still gonna come in my classroom anywhere? Like I don't understand. Like why would not put it in my classroom? I don't get it. Like I don't. It's a lot of just dumb stuff that I don't get. Like what was the point of me having to go home and change my shirt, which they did that to another coworker if somebody else has a different color shirt on me. Than than what we're supposed to be wearing. Like, I don't get it. If we're all supposed to be in unison, why didn't that coworker have to change? I don't care if they're the manager or not. They should have to change too. Like, that's not fair. It made me look stupid. When I say I was pissed, embarrassed, and upset that I had to walk home, that shit made me mad. I was mad as fuck. You hear me? I was so fucking mad. Like, that day, I was about to just quit. I was about to just tell Henry to go pick up Francesca at 630, and I was not going to come back. But what made me come back wasn't the kids, wasn't the fact that this journey isn't over with, is that Francesca was there. And I did not want to leave her by herself, and she didn't know what's going on. I didn't want to neglect the fact that you know, like, even though you know, I just didn't want to leave her like that. I just did not want to do that. And I and I, I just, I didn't want to do it. It was humiliating, but I knew it was my fault. I knew that if I was on my P's and Q's, I was on top of things, then I would have had the right turn on that day. But it's just a lot of stuff that annoys me. A lot of crap. This is like the segment where I'm just talking about the stuff that annoys me that I can't talk about to everybody else. Yes, this is just me venting. Like, it annoys me every day that I come in there <coughs> with my regular voice, filled with sinuses, and then I have to yell at these kids. Blow the whistle. Literally <whistles> blow the whistle. <whistles> oh, there's my alarm. Was it? It's probably like a five o'clock alarm. My bad, y'all. <laughs> Yep, 5.15. Let me hurry up because I need to be to bed by 5.30. at least take an hour and a half, two-hour nap. Anyway, um, it's a lot of stuff that annoys me. I think one of the things that annoys me too is the lunch break crap. Like, I had a lunch break at 12. Now it moves to 1 because I have to help out. And then... You know, and then if the lunch is late for the kids, then my lunch break is late because I have to help out. Then it's another thing that annoys me is the fact that I'm teaching two classes now. I'm the art teacher and the STEM teacher, essentially, because at 430 when the art teacher leaves, I have to go in there and help them, you know. And so yesterday I got the I got the idea, actually Monday, (laughs) but I was like. I was like, no, I'm good. I'm going to wait because I have to be there. Every Monday now, I have to be there, be in the art room from like 2:30 till we leave with the other kids. Every single Monday. Every Monday. Every Monday. Like, I don't know if you really understand how much that annoys me because I have to be there because there's not a second teacher because they didn't hire a second teacher, which I think it's a blessing because at least we got to get a raise for it. But it's also kind of overwhelming because Mr. David is like overwhelmed because there's not a second teacher. So now what's gonna happen essentially because I don't wanna leave Mr. David alone is I'm gonna every Monday bring them students into our class and make it more overwhelming. <laughs> it's like it's like that and I see this happening. I see, even though I was there yesterday, he didn't say it. But I see every day at 4.30 or maybe every other day, they're going to be asking me to watch the kids at 4.30. It's like, like, bro, it's a lot, man. Y'all putting more stuff on me. Like, come on, I'm not the principal. I ain't even been there as long as a lot of these people. Mr. David was long there longer than I was. I just started. I'm sorry, I'm David Daves. <laughs> but <laughs> it's already happened, so I can't take it back. It's already, it's already there. It's, it's happened, you know. And I'm not complaining about the fact that you know that happened because I understand there's reasons why that they choose me because I have an art background, but it's a lot because I'm supposed to be helping out my co teacher. And it's overwhelming him, so then I so then if I bring these other students, it's gonna be overwhelming both of us. So I'm telling you, by the end of this summer, I feel like God is pushing me out of this job because by the end of the summer, I'm gonna be ready to go. I'll like, I know Mr. D is supposed to be gone during the last week <laughs> uh, for vacation. Or the 16th, but I'm telling you that Mr. Toy is gonna leave around the 21st, 23rd, and not come back because I can't. This is too much. It's overwhelming to me. This right here, I don't know if they were trying to push me out, but if they are, they're doing a good job because Toy is done. Like I can't do it anymore. It's too much. It's too much. It's too overwhelming. And then I have to deal with two kids at home, have groceries, clothes, you know, which is you know, laundry. I was about to say laundry, but then I realized that's close to you know, chores, and then because this place has an inspection every two months, I have to deal with that. And then I have to do renew my lease soon. That's a whole process of waiting months for me to it's like a whole thing, bruh. It's a whole thing. Make sure my kids have school clothes. When my do- my son has regular clothes because he's at home school. Hopefully, getting approved. So I'm just hopefully, if not, I have to have a backup plan and have him school clothes. Then I have to get stuff ready for my podcast, finish my book. Then I have to make sure that I'm scheduled up with my with spouse. And I have to go to the gym because I have to work this out. I have to put something. I gotta do. I gotta do that this week. I gotta put something this week. I have to do it. I have to. I've come to the epiphany that I got to. Because it's not even... Even if I didn't have this job, it's a lot on my shoulders. <laughs> it's not... And as a woman or a mother or the provider, you have a lot on your shoulders. I don't care if you're a man. I don't care if you're, you know, a teenage father, a teenage mother, a grown woman, a senior citizen, a grandmother who has to take care of their kids. Bro, you have a lot on your shoulders. Sometimes you need to just punch something or Zumba something. I need to get out this house. I can't do this every day. I can't. Not doing two jobs. Not two of them things. Not dose. I can't make this my main job either. I thought about that. I was like, maybe I should make this my main job and just work as a substitute every other month. No. I don't want to do that. I'd rather sub and be my main job. Because I don't like the hours. I don't like getting off at 6.30. I don't like getting off at 5.30. I think it's too late to get off. I don't want to get up this early in the morning during the summertime. I like my vacations. Matter of fact, I love my vacations. Bro, I can't do this. <laughs> I can't do this no more. It's just too much. Every day. Getting up this time. Every freaking day. Every day. Every one of them days, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. It's too much. It's too much because I'm essentially feeling like I'm doing two or three different jobs at that job. So I don't want to do it. I know they gave me a raise. Thank you for the raise. Thank you. Come again. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. I don't care i'm leaving at the end of this summer my daughter doesn't even want to be there like that she's like mommy mommy i don't really feel like i get a chance to play you know because it takes me forever to eat and she's eating dinner so late to me honestly she's eating dinner too late it's just a lot so we just gonna fix it because i'm just tired of doing this it's just too much it's too much. It's too much. Like it's got to. I have to have this end before school starts. And I'm just as I'm talking to you, I'm getting these epiphanies. Like this has to end before school starts, because I've seen how this whole thing has played out last year, and it was not good. It was not good at all. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take a short drizzle. and I'm just gonna let you know this is a mini series within a within a series. This series. On Point 2 Point 2 while Talking Podcast is called Somehow I Manage. And I feel like I'm going to turn this into a second part, well, 50th podcast, another thing. You know, if you like that, you can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, whatever. And I think I'm going to turn this into something because... As a woman or as a parent, hell, I might even turn this into a book. <laughs> like like Michael Scott on The Office. Because I feel like somehow you manage. Like, I got this kind of idea years ago. But then it kind of solidified last year when my cousin had, um, she's a part author of a book talking about, you know, being a mom. And, like, she has a chapter in there about how, you know, she has raised her children. And I thought, I need to go ahead and finish my book. And write me another book after that and another book. Like Miss Maya Angelou. Boogaloo. Rest in peace. But anyway, I'm gonna take a break and I'm gonna close out the show because I need to go to sleep. Cause I got work today. I got work to do. I got job, baby. I'm gonna take a short Yo, what is good? My rainbow, my beloved rainbow babes, just for you, I have just a little, before I even get into the closing statements, I want to just tell you why I decided, because for a long time I was trying to figure out what I was going to call my family, and I realized it doesn't matter if I have one listener, or 25, or 10, or 3, or 50 billion, or 1 billion, I feel like you guys are my beloved Rainbow Babes. At first, I was going to call you, you know, my bees because my name originally was Melissa. And then I was going to call you, you know, my love bugs because of that. And then I realized I'm a beautiful, unique rainbow. And I love rainbows. I love Rainbow Johnson's character on Blackish. Like, that's one of the reasons why I kept it because I love that name and I love... How she grew up, it kind of reminds me somewhat the freedoms and things that I went through when I was a kid. I didn't grow up on a compound, but I had a crazy childhood for compared to a lot of my relatives, I guess. Um, but I call you my beloved rainbow base because it does have kind of like a hidden background with my birth. Um, because even though Melissa means B, Benita, which was my my name when I was born. And the name of my biological mother means beloved. And I wanted to pay homage to her. And I wanted to tell her how much I appreciate her. And I still see her as my family and my mother. As being an African American with Irish in me and all that good stuff it's important in the African cultural perspective to pay homage to your ancestors. And she is my ancestor. And I also feel like it's important to pay homage to who I was before I became Latoya and who I am now and who I want to be, which is beloved, you know, like Oprah Winfrey, but in my own way. And, Rainbow, because of what it means in the biblical sense, but also what it means in, in real life. Like everything has so many different colors hit by a rainbow, but because of how the light hits it, you see only that one color. So you may see me one way, but a million other people may see me a million different ways. I'm unique in a rainbow like we all are. And so I want you to remember that you may have this one level that people see you as, but you have many different levels, many different things that you do, many different hats that you juggle. And you are beautiful and complicated and complex. So you are my beloved rainbow babes. You know, I choose babes because of the name, the nickname baby that my sister's, gay to me, cause that means a lot. I know that I may seem like to them it might not mean a lot, but it really does, cause it relates back to my childhood, like baby, <laughs> like um, don't, don't, nobody puts baby in the corner. It reminds me of, like me watching that movie all the time as a kid. It reminds me of like when I used to work at AT and T, and we used to talk about that movie, and it reminds me of. Like just a lot of things. Just a lot of things. And my sisters. And the fact that I call my boyfriend Babe. And the fact that one of my favorite shows is New Girl. And they say Babe all the time on that show. So that's why I call you guys that. That's why I brought that name. Anywho, after that long spill. Um and closing out that show. And and closing out this part of the series. The one thing that I have learned is that as much as I say it, I'm learning this more every day. If you love what you have, you have everything you need. It's very important to understand that there is a dynamic to your family. I didn't, I didn't, a dynamic, dynamic, I just said it. (laughs) I just freaking said it. (laughs) A dynamic to your life. And, and there are certain algorithms that work that, that help make you make you better and make you satisfied. And there's certain things that just don't work. It just don't work for you. Some things that are temporary and some things that are permanent. And even though I love the boys and girls club, I really do. I love the people in there. I know ultimately it's not going to work for myself and my family. It just isn't. I love them, but it's not going to work because I know the type of person I am. I know me. I love my family too much. To let a job come them, Like even when I used to work on my projects. When I felt like. Goodness gracious. When I felt like. It was not. Working for me. Anymore. I would make sure. That. I would just. Back up a little bit. Try to spend some more time. Or chill. And I think ultimately. As a parent. Or as a woman. As a man as a father, as a friend and cousin, if you have to have time to spend time with your family and put into a schedule, then maybe you need to back back and figure it out. <laughs> you know, I mean, I can't really say that for everybody's lives because everybody's lives is different. Their journey is different. Things that they like and they're passionate about things that they love are different. So I just know for me, This isn't going to work forever. This isn't even going to work to the end of this year. Like, the end of this summer? Yeah, maybe. But not the end of this year. Because even though I love them, I love my family more. Like, my integrity means a lot to me. And I'm learning that. Learning it. (sighs) So, ultimately, that's probably the decision I'm going to make. The end of this summer. And maybe not even the end. Maybe, like, mid july because i'm just like bro (laughs) bro this is a lot for me um but anyway thank you guys for listening to me vent and rant i love you guys so much i hope you're keeping it wrapped up with a face mask and until next time hopefully tomorrow if i'm not too tired smooches peace Thank you for listening to the Point Two Point Two FM Walls Talking Podcast with your host, Latoya Justice Shari, and your co-host, King Nas. We appreciate you listening, and we heart you, fam. But don't forget to check out the Instagram, Point Two Point Two Walls Talking Podcast. And our Twitter. Twitter, lady, lady. Peace. Until next time.